Hey, it's George and Jess. Your journey of self-discovery starts here. How many people do you know that you think might benefit from a dopamine detox? Explain to people real quick what that is. Yeah, I think that um, probably most of America would benefit from a dopamine detox. Probably. So uh, this is a new trend that's been circulating for the last few weeks on social media. And it's basically figuring out what behaviors that you turn to frequently for a quick boost. So it's going to be things like social media, gaming, watching TV, putting your ear pods, ear pods, earbuds. What are they called? Airpods. Earbuds, airpods, whatever. Right. Uh, putting those in for music or a podcast. So it's all these things that are designed to give you that quick hit of dopamine. And that's what you're getting when you scroll Instagram or when you watch YouTube shorts or TikTok. It totally makes sense, doesn't it? And it's not, they say to do the the dopamine detox that's trending to give yourself a few days or a week. So you're not going to like change your brain in that time, but it can help kind of recalibrate and get you back to normal. They think that that can happen in as little as a week. So it's sort of like alcohol in that when you drink alcohol continuously, it can change your dopamine receptors where right. like you need alcohol to just get to baseline. Sure. And that's kind of what these digital entertainments are doing to us too. So they say if you take a week off on the dopamine detox, it can help recalibrate your brain and so that you're kind of back to base level where you don't, people are having a hard time thinking about just sitting like it's hard for us in today's culture to just be and not be reaching for the phone to scroll or people go for walks and they wear the headset and, right. and listen to something. Like, e- even while you're at the gym. Oh yeah. And, and uh, I'm, I absolutely all day long. I do it. I do I'm it like as that. Well. Like I was on the phone with tech support for over an hour on Monday Yeah, and I couldn't just sit while he worked on my computer. Like I was on my phone well, he worked on my computer and I was doing stuff on my phone. I sure. couldn't just sit. So I think for a lot of people in today's world, as advanced as we are with technology uh, weaseling its way into mm-hmm. every facet of our lives, it would almost, unless you literally, what, what I went, remember when I was talking about people going off the grid? Unless you went to like where I grew up in the wilderness in northern Minnesota and you went to a cabin for a week and did not, I mean, you didn't bring anything with you Mm -hmm. other than food, you couldn't do that. You could not completely cut yourself off because it would be required to work. It would be very hard, if not impossible, if you were trying to have a quote unquote normal week. You would have to take a week off. You'd need to be on vacation or at home not working and you're not gonna be with your kids because they would absolutely be like you're crazy (laughs) totally unplug and it does sound insane it does but it shouldn't it shouldn't no but even reading it i was like uh no i don't think i'm i'm fine going back to what you your your, uh, comparison with alcohol it may be doing the same thing to our mental health 
except for nobody can get away from it. Right. It. I mean, I think that there is a lot of similarities you can draw from that addictive nature of the dopamine feeling that alcohol gives you initially when you drink it right away, like the first two drinks is the same as the digital stuff. I've read articles where they say that it is contributing to uh, desensitizing young adults when it comes to like intimacy and things mm -hmm. like that. And they're just because I'm, I'm talking about social media, the internet and everything else, because anything they want in any form or whatever they desire or any fantasy they conjure up in their head, they can most likely get mm -hmm. with access with their phone. I mean, it's, it's that simple. True. They are carrying that thing around constantly and it is literally access to every piece of information you or entertainment that you could possibly you dream ever of. Think of. You can game on it. You can watch movies. You can watch TV. You can do research. You can read. You just do it all on that phone. It does make you wonder how that is affecting. That's what I'm wondering. Minds is this is is this what's happening? You know how we always talk about this rapid decline of civilization. Is is this what's happening? I'm sure it's contributing. It probably is, oh, right? Yeah. And it's it's uh things are so out of control and it's like a never-ending cycle now. And I always use politics as a great example because we are over 500 days away from the next presidential election in the United States of America. And they are already covering it like it's happening next week. Yeah, I noticed that. And I don't I don't pay super close attention, but I've noticed even on like our uh, Amazon screen in the kitchen, like every morning there's a new presidential headline. I'm yeah. Like, Wait, it is Chris, next year, right? Chris Christie and former vice president Mike Pence have now also. See, all of these people are, and they're in, they're in Iowa now campaigning. And it's, it's, June of 2023. We're a year and a half away from the election. Oh. And it's been happening. I said this you know, all through last year even. I was like, it's a never-ending cycle now. Yep. You don't you don't deal with a presidency for four years. It's how are we gonna oust this guy? So we can and, get our guy and, in and, and they're we all, can yeah. undo or it's make all, changes. It's already campaigning uh. for the following election it's nuts it is nuts it really is nuts you know and then quietly you know i mean you, that's the thing all of what i'm talking about right now is just like you can't get away from it right unless you make mindful actions towards getting away from it right. which is very hard to do because you are expected to be plugged in and available all the time whether it be through work or your family or your friends it's like just unplugging doesn't even feel like an option. No, it, it, and if you think about it, you and I are at least old enough and have enough life experience to know that there is life without it. Mm -hmm. This younger generation doesn't even understand that. No. I mean, I think of the, the, uh, the young Gen Zs, right? No comprehension of life without it. And I think about, 
older people, I feel like we are more aware of our t- the time spent on our phones where, and this is just generalizing, less young people are even considering it. Considering what? The time that they're spending on their phones. Yeah. I, well, the funny, the reason I bring that up is Brett, who was my trainer for a while, uh, by my first year while I was training, uh, I remember him talking to me about that. He was like, man, I think I need to take uh, some time away from the internet and social media. It's just, it just consumes. Oh, did too, he? Yeah. It consumes too much of my day. I said, really, how, how much do you figure of your day does that phone, the internet, all of it, how much of your day does that consume? He said about six to eight hours, maybe. I was mm. like, are you kidding me? He said, no, and that's, that's average. Wow. For a lot of, he said him and his friends all have the exact same habits. Yep. And a lot of young people, without thinking about it, while they're sitting down in social circles or they get down in the evening or they lay in bed at night, they can gobble up three or four of those hours without even thinking about it. Oh, Not yeah. even realize. Time evaporates. Yeah. And I saw, I heard this explained once and it was quite eye-opening. Like when you're on an app like TikTok or Instagram or for us elders, Facebook, like you're not paying to consume that content. So you are the product. Right. Your attention is the product. Right. There's not even, a, it's, it, it's bonkers. And it goes back to this living off the grid type stuff. Yeah. I, I get the appeal of that now. I mean, I, you know, you, 10 years ago, I thought these people are crazy, mm-hmm. you know, but now I'm, I think I understand what they're after. Oh, I, I totally right? understand. Li- I don't, I'm not saying I want to do it, but right. I totally understand. It literally rewires your brain. Yeah. To, it, Cause it was just like when you stop doing a drug or drinking alcohol, eventually everything is just going to change. Mm-hmm. It just, I mean, it's science, right? And it's funny that we, we bring this up because yesterday Apple released their latest product and it's been a while since they've had one with this kind of impact. impact. And it's an augmented reality, like headset that has spatial sound and everything. And if, if you haven't looked it up yet, it's it's all over the internet. You can go to any, just Google it. It'll come up and watch one of the videos. I like gadgets. I like technology. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, that's cool, right? Because you'll be able to watch. You you sit, you, when you put this headset on, you're not blind like you are with a VR. You can actually headset. see out. You can see through. And people can see in. Yes. So it's like you have goggles on, like big over the nose swim goggles it's is like, what I would compare the I would, look I would to. say, I would say ski goggles. Sure, ski goggles is a better comparison. Yeah, with with except for it's you can see through them and in, into the individual's yep. eyes. So and that screen it, inside of it looks like the face of your iPhone, and it has all those apps right there, and nobody else sees that, but you see it, and you can access that with hand movement and, and eye and, movement and voice command as well. So you will be able to work surf the internet, watch television, movies, whatever you want to do. And you, it can consume you in any fashion that you choose because you can even get like that surround in 3D approach, right? Like the screen, from what I understand, the actual screen that you view, you can change to kind of encompass you completely like a movie theater experience. And if 
that combined with the sound that they're going to have, I I just think this is where we're headed for entertainment as far as what we now think of as like television and things yeah. like and, and such. And even basic home computers. It's um is $3,500, did you say that? $3,500 will be the, that's what they have it. You're not going to be able to get this until early 2024. And they say initially it will hit the market at about $3,500. But as I was talking to you before we started the recording, I said I'd be willing to bet is all these you know phone providers like AT&T, Sprint, whatever, right? I don't, I mean, T-Mobile, whatever, will offer them on a payment plan like you do now with your phone, your sure. iPads, watches. If you go in to start a new account, like when we switched from, we were with Sprint, which became whatever, I don't know. I think Sprint is T-Mobile now. Okay, what? yeah, but when we went over to AT&T for better coverage throughout some of the rural areas in the Midwest, uh, I that was because I had had that, our last provider for 20 years, mm -hmm. right? So when I did that, I got hit with all, Oh, I mean, they, they sold me an iPad, a watch, a yeah. new, and a new iPhone, right? They're like, and, oh, you can lump it all together for $79 a month. Right. And it's like, just, oh, yeah. Okay. And then cool. it takes you a couple of years to pay it all off. But I'd be willing to bet that's how people are going to access that. Because to just drop $3,500, a lot of people can do that, right? But there will be a large number of Americans that just won't be able to. So, and that's just one. That's just one. So if you're like, well, I'm going to get one, but nobody else in my house has one. Right. So I'm just going to put my ski gogs on and do my apps. I think due to, uh, I'm not convinced yet that this would be something that would be really good for a child. Oh, heck no. They're, they're going to get them. There will be people who will disagree with me that on that, but I don't think that I want my child. It's bad enough. I would be a hard no when I, on this for a kid. <laughs> when I watch them with their iPads, I'm like, it, it, it bothers me enough. We have one that we have one child that loves it, and the other one not so much. But it's easy for that to an expose to expose an addiction issue. Well, right? and I I think like going back to that dopamine detox, 100%, I think that yeah. plays in where it's easy for a kid to get addicted because it's that dopamine. Yes, and it yes. feels good, and then they when it's not there, it's hard for them to get to that level because that's just baseline. That's right. what they need. And seeing it just described like that, it's like, oh God, that's and it, you a real concern. You can't blame. Again, I always tell people this. You have to approach this with the younger generation understanding because they don't know and understand the danger behind it because they don't, it's all they've ever known is this kind of technology, yeah. right? Yep. It consumes them and everything that comes along, they think is just making life easier and better, mm -hmm. right? So they don't know what you're, it's hard to really, especially preteens, right? It's mm -hmm. very difficult for them to well, grasp. Yeah, they're front front part of their brain isn't fully yeah, developed. It's just they're they and they don't understand what you're talking about when you're like that's not good for your 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 development, right? And they don't get it. And the research that they've done on this, like the dopamine from uh digital entertainment actually comes from the research that they've done on drug addictions. Like it's that same part of your brain that's like cueing that reward response. Right. So that's a little scary. It is. It, it's it's crazy. I mean, when you start digging into the human brain, it's 
all run by electricity, mm-hmm. which is weird. It is you weird. Think about that. We are you as an individual. I tell you, it's hard for people to comprehend. It is hard to comprehend. You are existing energy. Hence the the issue that say when people tell you when you die, you're just done. You can't create or destroy, right? Right. So, so are are you done? Because there's there's a belief called annihilationism when you die that you just cease to exist. You're just done. You don't. There is no life after, and there never was life before. It's one shot, and when you're done, you're done. It's that it. There's just it's a void, right? And that is a belief that's out there. So, and then, I, I, but it's hard for me. I've never been able to completely buy into that, even though sometimes I've, you know, it's tempting (laughs) because you're like, you hear, you know, people like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? Mm -hmm. Is that his name? Or Neil deGrasse? That's his name. Yeah. Okay. He, he is, I think along those lines where when it, when you're done, it's over. And he's an astrophysicist. Uh, is that I, what his, his technical? I, I don't know what his exact, I like, I just, I'm not a, like an avid follower or nothing, but I see him pop up every now and then. And I, I follow him on he's social inter- media. I, I follow him on social media too. He is interesting. So I, he believes in that. He believes, I think from what I've gathered, the times I've heard him speak, that he's more into annihilationism. Mm. Like he said, when he dies, I heard him describe it one time. He goes, my energy is going to be feeding the earth. That's what my body will do. Oh, so that's how he yes. accounts and for the energy. Yes. Part. And then there will be, you know, the worms. Yep. If, you, yep. if somebody were to just drop you in the ground and you were to decay and return to the soil of the earth, you would still be providing energy and existence for plants and yep. all kinds of other life, right? So that's how he looks at it. And then when I listened to him describe it, I was like, well, that's okay. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I, I get it. But there's a, a lot of people that I just think that we're too complex of creatures. I believe that I was created. Right. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go with that. Maybe it's a little bit of me just hoping, <laughs> but I'm going with that. And I don't think it ends here. But, I don't think so either, but, but there's a, my the, belief, right? There are people, and I mean, it, you know, a lot of that just on deep rooted faith for a lot of people as well. So, but, uh, yeah, that back to the, it's all, so our brain is energy. It's all, yeah, it's all. So I'm just thinking that maybe, you know, that you're feeding it with other forms. Yeah. Of, I, I'm just saying your mind, you know, when we talk about, oh, that's a complex piece of equipment, there's nothing that we have invented even remotely close to the human brain. Yes. Not even close. Think about that. That's how amazing you are. True. I mean, it's just crazy that your brain keeps your heart pumping, keeps your lungs going. You don't even think about any of it. It does all of the things to repair and fight illnesses. It keeps you breathing. It comprehends everything around you, makes you aware. You can get in your car and drive to work and not even think about it. Right. You can love, you can hate, you can do all of these things, right? It is kind of crazy. Complex emotions. When you think about it like that. So anyways, back to, I don't know how we got down that road. Well, sometimes these things happen. So could, okay, consider if you had like a long weekend, like a four-day weekend, 
could you do a digital detox? Some science science brain people don't like the word detox because dopamine is not actually like something you need to detox from. They like fast, a dopamine fast. Could you do a digital detox? Yeah, I, I, if I went to a place, if you were to- just, No, could you do it at home? Like, I'm just gonna shut everything off. Well, the thing about it is, it, I'll tell you why it would be difficult. And I don't know if I could do it here because I would listen for 96 hours, which would be four days. I would listen to the kids complain endlessly. Yeah. It would never, ever, ever stop. I'm not kidding. No, I know. Yeah. I don't disagree with so, you. So, and then you're still in this environment. But if you were to take just being here, surrounded by it all, I think if you were to take an individual though, and you were to put them in a cabin out in the middle of nowhere, the I mean, just literally cut the cord mm -hmm. that technology umbilical cord that we're all attached to, and just stick them there and be like, "Here's your food. Here's your water." And you walk out the front door and you've got nature at your mm -hmm. foot, at your feet here, do whatever you want, but you're not going to do anything with electricity and there's not going to be any digital anything. Yeah. You no just, TV. You, no. you just exist. I mean, you, you could even have a couple other people there with you. So you have human interaction and company. You realize how well you'd get to know each other. You, you wouldn't have a choice. No. It'd be like the nineties. That's why, that's why I, when, do you remember a few episodes ago back, I, I, I told you we should open like a retreat for 20 somethings uh -huh. where they show up, they get, they, it's like a rehab center. They walk in, they turn all over the, they turn all their electronic the equipment and the over phone and the, yeah. And then you just, they have, a, they have a rec room. They have all of this stuff, but there's no electronics at all. Mm -hmm. Heat. Air conditioning, yes, okay, but I'm talking about no entertainment at all. Like Electronic, you have to make fun. No phone, yeah. yeah. There's nothing you have. Oh, the the only entertainment and interaction you'll have with any other people are the ones that are sitting across from you. You have, and to, when they're sitting across from you, you you don't have the the crutch of like a phone. I'm gonna just stare at this for a right. second because I'm uncomfortable. Which goes back to that. You know what? I'd, a few weeks ago, when I was talking about, they don't they lack social uh, skills because they're they're worried about the next generation. Now, not everybody. I understand that there are kids that don't, but there's a big chunk of them that are growing into adulthood now that don't have social skills because they never exercise them. Mm -hmm. That's a real concern. That is a legit thing that's happening. Yeah. And so, it's not all of them. No, it isn't. Again, I I understand that, but there's enough of them. Yeah. Right. I like your idea for like a camp. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it would work. You, you call it. I wouldn't even have to limit it to uh, 20 somethings. I would just no, tell I think people, everybody should go to like an unplugged I'm, I'm, I'm detox bringing, retreat. Yeah, here, here, here's you and 49 other people. Yeah. Right. You could have like 25 couples. You're all going to get, you're all coming here. You have all of this stuff. You can go play tennis, do whatever you want. Swim, hang out of the pool. Nobody has anything. You're never turning a TV, a computer, a phone, or anything else on. Yep. Nothing. You can't even make a phone call out of here. You're stuck. So the only people that you have is each other. Sounds like the beginning of a scary movie, but we'll, we'll leave know. that part aside. But it, it, I, I think in reality, you would probably, if you were to do that over the course of like seven days, you could potentially meet all kinds of new friends. And oh, have and actually, lasting relationships. And actually get to know them. Yes. And learn about them. 
And eventually you would have to get beyond the surface level, like beautiful day out. Right. You know, like you'd have to, you'd get into more deep conversations. Yes. Just by default. So that would be a dopamine detox. I like that idea because I also like, I, I do think that if you are listening and saying like, Oh, I could never do a dopamine detox. I'm, I have to be on for work or whatever. I think just being more mindful of when you're reaching, like, is it because there's a lull in the conversation that that is making you feel uncomfortable or is it boredom or are you sad or like what, what goes with what emotions are you having and what are you doing on your phone? Right. Like, are you shopping because you're sad? Are you scrolling Instagram because you're lonely? Like, and start connecting those things in your mind. And that may just naturally make you more mindful. I think that boredom would be the number one reason because people again have become so accustomed. We forgot how to be bored. Right. right. We forgot to just do things. That's why I love it. When you see kids by themselves, just playing. Yeah. Right. That's all a lost art. You'll hear a lot of kids. You'll hear that a lot of therapists will say that's great for them. Right. Oh, yeah. Let them use their imagination and conjure up entertainment just by doing things, building things, playing with things, using their imagination mm-hmm. rather than having a, yep. a digital screen do it for them. Such a good point. I know. Justin. I know. It's, like, it's incredible. It's well, when like you we're going to hell in a handbasket. When you, when you said dopamine detox, I'm like, that's exactly what people need. And we've yeah, talked about it do. often. We have. We do need it. I think just as a collective. But it isn't going to happen. So. Well, it's well, again, with I want you as we wrap up here, I want everybody to do this. Go check out the new Apple headset that they just released. Well, they announced it yesterday. It's not released yet. It will be available early 2024 for purchase, but just check it out and you will see an example of where we're headed. And I think we are in that, you know, cause there was a, there was a while in the eighties uh, and even through the nineties where we were pretty stagnant, mm-hmm. but then the internet came along and then we had that for about a decade. And then over the last 10 years, it was, uh, things have really started to ramp up. I would say over the last five, it's gotten crazy. And now with AI and yeah. everything else, it's really going to blow up. Yeah. On that note, I do have to mention one more thing. Did you see the, uh, the, scientists in Was- the scientists in Washington that are working on the robot bees to work oh. pollination because they're worried about the long-term survival rates? for which is sad because when they were talking about this right and these things are amazing they haven't got them figured out completely yet but i've seen the prototypes that they've been working with that will pollinate flowers and plants and everything else and then people weighing in on the conversation like how about we just take better care of yeah i was like okay i part of me is thinking like that's actually really cool that they can use this technology to create something useful but then the other part of me is like uh (laughs) What if we just you don't, adopted better practices that didn't kill the bees? Or I don't know. just the earth in general. Or just the earth in general. Right? I mean, it makes you wonder how many times we've got to this right, point like, before. Uh, maybe we're not to the point where we should fix everything no. with a with a 
robot B yet. <laughs> but it's amazing stuff. You can yeah, it's, it's if you're not familiar cool. with what I'm talking about, Google it. It'll blow your mind. That sounds this very is, cool. This is just some of the stuff they're working on that is rapidly, and I'm talking rapidly progressing. That's why when they were talking that Mars shot by 2000 in the 2030s, I'll bet that happens sooner than you think. It's all very scary. Because they're going to have the orbit, the orbit next year. The moon orbit. Yeah, yeah, the moon orbit is next year. Then they're going to wait a year, I think a year or two after that, they want to put them, they want to put boots back on the moon. And I think they have the technology. And, the, and with AI, I think that they're going to, it's figuring out, helping them figure things out anyways, for deeper, deeper space exploration, which is going to be, I'm all about it. I love that. It's going to be fascinating. I want to know what's out there. It's also terrifying. <laughs> it, it is at some point. It's both. <laughs> so, you know, it's something to consider. A dopamine detox, just put it all down. Can you do it? Obviously, I think a lot of people, due to the fact that we work, we can't. But yeah, it would be. It, but if you took vacation for like seven days, could you do it? That'd be a tough shut one. Shut it all down. Would, would you want to go back? Just to live with your own emotions. <laughs> All right. We live in a world, though, where electricity, I'll admit it, air conditioning, heat, everything that comes else else that comes with it is an absolute must. So if you need any electrical work done, and I've said this a thousand times, the best in the business locally for us, Ryan's Electric, uh, connected, obviously, with Ryan's Plumbing and Heating. Holly will answer the phone. Whatever you need done, man. If you need plumbing work or anything else, you need a, a, a locally owned, family operated business over 100 years. People love them because they can trust them. And so do I. We've got a link on our website. Go to georgeandjess.com. On that note, have yourself a fantastic Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow morning.